So we're going to talk a little bit yeah. about competition, yeah? yeah? Competition for kids, I think. Um, it, I think it's an important subject because there are a lot of competitive kids and I would never want to discourage anybody from competing because I think it's a really healthy thing for children to experience. But it's not for everyone. But we don't we don't push everyone to do it, do we? But you, you, know, you did it in your game, so yeah. let's talk about that. You're right, there are like, sometimes I see parents getting way more <laughs> intense about competing than the kids do. It's important for like, it's important to learn how to compete as well. I don't know if you want to talk about that a little bit, Mike, but sometimes I think if you've never done any kind of competitive sports or martial arts growing up, when you inevitably go into a competitive environment like work or just life in general, right? Um, I think it can be very intimidating and people can sometimes not know how to react to that. Yeah, I mean, the word that springs to mind for me with kids' competition is accountability because unlike team sports, football, rugby, whatever, you know, you are wholly responsible for your performance on that matter, that given time, win or lose. Um, and that's an important lesson for anybody because we're not always going to win and we need to teach our children to lose graciously. We need to teach them to lose well and lose often because it's in the losses that we start, we develop. You know, if you went to a competition and you beat everybody in, the, in 10 seconds, you'd walk away with a gold medal and learn very little. You know, some of the greatest lessons I've had in Jiu-Jitsu are, I remember my first competition, I think I lost in about 30 seconds and I've never done that same thing ever again. Uh, and I've also took a silver medal at the British Championship. So th there's, there's different kind of levels there. But I think specifically today, let's talk to Gabe about his experience because it's quite a nerve-wracking thing competing for the first time. And the environment can be quite intimidating for a lot of people, quite noisy. Um, yeah, it was loud. It was loud. So, yeah, fire away, T. Of course, we are joined again by Young Master Gabriel. And uh, I guess it came... So when 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 did you feel like you wanted to compete? Um, I don't really know. Probably when my dad um, started giving me all these medals from his competitions. Little subtle subtle pushes, <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you do need that little push. And I saw these pictures on my mum's phone mm -hmm. or of, the iPad, I think. Of your dad competing. Of yeah. Do we? So I imagine you're quite nervous to compete, though. Yeah, it was. It was walking in. It was really loud, mm. like everyone shouting. Did you do anything in particular to overcome those nerves? Um, because I usually get no, not really. It was in Manchester, wasn't it? So we'd driven all the way over. <clears throat> so it was quite a long drive, and everyone who competes has a different way. When you when you get more experience, a different way of approaching it. Um, in the car, I don't think we spoke about jiu-jitsu once because I didn't want Gabriel to have that anticipation for an hour to get yeah, there, right? Just, just having a laugh, weren't we, and having a talk, and we'd stopped off. And, um, but I think I probably did, if I remember, describe to you what it was going to be like walking in because it's the initial experience. When you walk into that hall, and they're usually in sports centres, right, with mats, you walk in, it's like a wall of sound and sweat and kind of um, kind of testosterone really and there's obviously girls competing too but it's quite a but that's tougher than the man <laughs> yeah yeah it's quite it's quite a, a thick environment right like mm. it's a bit of a 
of an intimidating place. So I think we did talk about what it might be like. And, um, yes, can you describe it again? Can you remember what it looked like when you went in? Yeah, exactly. Go on then. Um, so when I went in, there was this stamp thing to say that you're there. Yeah. Then you in the corner, there was this weighing. Just to get weighed, don't you? Weighed in so you're not overweight. Like, no, not as in. You <laughs> know? Yeah. Um, like, of your weight group. Yeah, because that's, that's important, isn't it? So kids, like adults as well, well, kids are separated into age brackets and weight just to make sure it's safe and fair and even, yeah. So you're in your age category and your weight category and um, until you got weighed in, you got your stamp, so you were there, then what did we do? We went onto these practice mats, which was just a little bit of mat where you could practice, get ready, waiting for your name to be called out. I went to the toilet quite a few times. <laughs> Don't worry, everyone does that. The toilet's always blocked as you hit your... Oh, oh, no, literally. Yeah, they were blocked, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about the toilets. Um, yeah, so you got changed, didn't you? There was some mats, and in kind of adult competition, there'd be, I think there was actually, they call it a bullpen, so you kind of register, you walk into there, and you, you can't leave, and then your name and your bracket's called, and you go onto the mat. And how many fights did you have? How many matches did you have? I had... I got lucky though, actually, because I got picked out of hat to, because, was it odd numbers or something? There was an odd number in your Yeah, bracket, I yeah. had to miss a fight. So you got a bye, didn't you? That was That was good for me, because everyone, but there was also a downside for me, because everyone had come over their nerves, but they was also tired, and I had just got there. Yeah. I, I never really wanted to buy in competitions because I wanted to get in there, get warmed up, and I always felt I competed better on my second or third or fourth match. Um, so, yeah, you missed your first one, and then you had a match against uh, another boy your age. And how yeah. did that go? I did I, he was technically better than me, but I did actually grab the win. You did, you beat him, didn't you? But you were losing for a lot of that match. Yeah. How long was the match for? Can you remember? It was it was coming close to the end of the match. Mm. So and what did you what did you win with? Was it a point rear or? naked choke. Ah, okay, right. Yeah, you took his back, didn't you, and, and submitted him in the end. But you were you were what I was most I think proud about um, watching Gabriel compete was one the fact that he had the courage just to go on the map. And any student of ours who has the courage to even come to class, but, you know, compete and, and put themselves in a position where if they could lose, they're, they're a winner in my eyes, right? Like, just doing that is so... They've showed so much character and inner strength to, to, to put it out there. I'd be immensely proud of them, and they'll learn so much about themselves doing that. But Gabriel... Um, was down on points for a lot of that match. And yeah, in Jiu-Jitsu, we can have another podcast maybe about the point system for kids and stuff. Um, but what was amazing was that you just never gave up. And that spirit and that courage, even when you know the clock's ticking down and you're losing, to never give up and ultimately then go on to win is, honestly, that's worth a gold medal straight away. You know, I was so proud, of, as your dad, to... To see you do that, Gabe. Really, really proud of you to do that. Well, on the last match, I didn't take defeat very well. Because actually, in adults and kids' competitions, they're not 
actually as good because I had my arm straight and then my arm came out the because he arm barred me. So I slid my arm out after it was straight and then the ref called it because you're not allowed your arm straight. Yeah, so can I just explain that real quick? So Yeah, safety stuff. Yeah, exactly. So unlike adult competition, you know, the referees are so good at kids' competitions, particularly the kind of kind of recognised ones through UK BJJA, um, that the referee will stop any match where any child is perceived to be in submission or in danger. So even if the joint lock's not on or the choke's not on fully, even if it's closed, the referee will stop it and give the win to somebody because we can't obviously risk any child getting actually hurt. So in that situation, Gabe, you the guy had an arm bar kind of position on you. Although your arm wasn't locked out, the referee felt actually to protect you, they're going to stop the fight. Yeah, there. so he did. Quite and I would well. argue, like as as we discussed after, and I know you're disappointed, the fact that you ended up in that position meant that you'd done something not as good as you could have done. So we learned, mm. don't we? How did I end up in an arm I bar? I think it was. What did I do? What could yeah, I change definitely a mount. I tried to like, I tried to get regard quite a few times. Tried to regard, yeah. Yeah, I tried to push his. I always kept getting into half guard. Then he always used to be getting up back on me. So I tried that quite a few times. Then one time I got it completely wrong, like really badly wrong, and he unbarred me. Yeah, so we can learn from it, can't we? But I think the main lesson to take away from that game is you had the courage to go out there and try. And you show to everybody that you've got a lot of courage. So, well done. For me, like, we make a lot of big claims, whether that's on our website or these podcasts, right? And sometimes it's hard for people, I think, listening or reading uh, to understand what we even mean by that. How does someone teach someone confidence or the ability to, or, you know, never give up, give up attitude or how to come back from, you know, when you're down on points and then you've got to still put in the effort because you might just get it on that last second, that kind of, you know, that attitude. Well, the kind of thing I got that from was a book that my dad read you, read me. It was called... I forgot what it's called. I think the one he's talking about is You Are Awesome by Matthew Syed. Yeah, we that, should do a podcast on Africa because that's yeah. some awesome book. I think you mentioned that before. It talks about a growth it. mindset, right? And yeah. like, accept, like I said earlier, accepting loss as a good thing. Right. I think you should read that book to us again. Oh, well. My, um, my point there is um, if you're just going through day-to-day life, whether it's an adult or a kid, um, you might not necessarily come into situations where you can uh, show that these values are, you know, in my opinion, I think it's more of a, these, you develop these values, it's not in, inherently born with them. Um, but, you know, putting your child or yourself into jiu-jitsu, it gives them the opportunity to develop this, which they otherwise wouldn't have. Because, like, I, like, Gabe, until you told me that story, I'm not sure if you're the kind of person that would, you know, would you give up when you're, you know, however many points down and the clock's ticking down? A lot of people would, like, and that's not, you know, hating on them or, or trying to diminish them in any way. It's just some people are like that. And that's okay. I think, you know, people are different. But now I know, like, oh, well, that's not in Gabe's character. He's the kind of person when, when push comes to shove and his back's against the wall... He's going to do something about it. And for me, that's quite inspiring to hear that. So thank you for sharing yeah, the story. I, th- I think as a parent, you know, 
there's a, a certain amount of our character which is kind of innate and we're born with, like definitely. My, both my sons are very different in that respect. But absolutely, it's, you can develop it and you can shape it and you can provide opportunities for children to experience the highs and lows and those moments where they have to really push beyond their perceived limits. And I the think that's what we zone. do. Pass your comfort zone. I think that's what we do at the academy, right? We're always showing our kids that you should be dreaming a little bit bigger than you already are. And then we're going to meet that goal. And then what's next? And then what's next? And working with parents to make sure that that's in line with their own development pathway for their child. So, yeah, start jiu-jitsu, become a, become a winner in life no matter what. Become a champ. Become a champ. How did you feel uh, after the competition? Um... I felt all right because I had came second, but what definitely cheered me up? What was it? I say. Yeah, I say. That was nice. <laughs> uh, eventually, if you do Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you will become very well acquainted with I say. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, a Brazilian superfood berry, right? Which they freeze and it's almost like a black currant kind of sorbet. And the Jiu-Jitsu tournament so is an acai kind of marquee. And they have it with granola and sliced banana. And Do you think you'd compete again just for the assay? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Never. Do you, do you think you will compete again? What do you think? Or is that you? Have you done it now? I think I would like to compete again. Okay, cool. Yeah, and it's not, it's not you know, we don't push any of our kids down that route. We just believe, um, well, we know that it's a fantastic way for people to develop character and have that experience. Um, well, that'd be great, Gabe. Yeah, maybe we'll do it again one time. Okay, guys, that's um, coming up to 15 minutes there, so that's all about the length of our podcasts. Uh, again, you can always check out more of the things we've got, either past episodes of the podcast, uh, or you can head over to the website, read some blogs, or just learn a bit more about jiu-jitsu. Of course, you can inquire to do a free trial class with us or book your son or daughter room. All the links for that will be in the description. Mike, any last words? Uh, no, um, just want to say well done, Gabe. I think these last two podcasts you've done brilliant. For sure. Gabe, any last words? Bye. <laughs> See you next time, guys. See you.